Okay, um, this is Kate with Radio Heck, and um, I've got Vincent Castiglia on the phone. How are you doing, um, Kate? I'm doing fine, thank you, and how are you? I'm good, good. Um, the amazing, amazing artist of the latest addition to Gary Holt's collection of guitars, um, <laughs> ESP, which is painted in his very own blood. <laughs> That's correct. Um, yep. Well, I I do have some questions for you because it is so interesting what you've done and it's also very unique and original. Um, Thank you. Yes. Thanks so much. Oh, well, it's just a beautiful piece of art, actually. And um, I just couldn't believe it when I heard that that um, there was an artist there, and I was present at the ESP guitar um, showing at, at NAM 2016 uh-huh. here in Anaheim, and I saw Gary Holt play, and I saw you come out, Vincent, and, and uh, show off this guitar for the first time. And it's, it's so intricately painted with such, you know, such detail that it, uh, it's, you know, it's, it, it's a beautiful piece of art. I mean, I definitely pushed it as far as it would go, Um, Uh you know, starting out because uh, this is the first time working on a guitar, you know, I've been painting uh, on canvas the whole, as long as I've been painting. So I I knew that there'd be um, some challenges, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, I'd gotten Mm -hmm. through about a, a quarter uh, one-fourth of the underpainting and realized that, you know, uh, the paint, the blood was just, it, the original surface that the guitar had when it was shipped to me, I had to treat it. So I, there were some yes. things I had to do. And okay. um, But once I got past that, that um, you know, hurdle, and I was actually, it was accurate and everything was staying put, and then I, then I was just like, you know what? I'm taking this as far as this is going. And yeah. um, I will cite it as my most detailed uh, work to date, you know, mm-hmm. and definitely a piece I'm, I'm very proud of. Wow, wow. Well, um, how interesting. Um, how was it, how, I mean, how is it that, that you actually applied the paint? Was it with uh, the blood? <laughs> Uh, a person uh, might brush. imagine that it was paint, but it actually is is Gary's blood, which it's normally, just his blood. And yeah. you normally do work in blood. Just blood. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you apply it with a brush or an earbrush or how how did this all become brushes. possible? Yeah, it was it was all brushes. You know, mm-hmm. small brushes. It's all very fine tipped brushes. I mean. The variation is kind of slight from one uh, to the other, but it's pretty, it's all fine-tipped uh, brushes, and I'm building it up in many, many, many passes. That's, that's wow. Really, wow. Yeah. So it really did take you many hours to accomplish this this piece. Yeah, I mean, you know, probably uh, several hundred. I mean, it took me uh, really? a couple of months. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, well, it's it's amazing. Um, can you tell me about the images you used on the guitar? Um, 
you know, did this, did it take a long time for you to make like preliminary drawings? And um, what is the subject exactly? It, it just appears to be a portrait of a, you know, a, a male figure, which is kind of has these horns, like a, I don't want to say he looks demonic, but, it, you know, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, when we had uh, initially got to talking about what the design would be, you know, I had asked Gary what, what he envisioned for the piece. And, uh, you know, he just wanted something, um, you know, kind of crazy. And uh, I think the operative word was sick or evil. That was it. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, yeah. So, but anyway, you know, we narrowed it down a little bit, and I was like, and then I had made the suggestion, I believe, of the classical depiction of Lucifer. So, okay, that, that's what it was. We were mm-hmm. talking, and, mm-hmm. you know, he wanted um, Lucifer. He wanted uh, yeah. you know, um, the figure Lucifer. And, you know, so it was my it was my idea to just do it as a more classical depiction and not the contemporary, ugly, disfigured um you know, demonic uh, Lucifer. This is this uh-huh. is more of a human. Yeah. You know, yeah. and um, so you know, the figure is depicted with some movement, kind of passing through flames, and there's this cathedral architectural structure in the background that Gary uh, mm-hmm. had uh, specified that he wanted. And um, yeah, the the design was based completely on a digital reference that I had created for the project. You know, I took pictures of the guitar, took, uh, he created the designs digitally and then applied them and showed Gary how the guitar would function, the design would function on the guitar. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. He loved it and that's how we went. Oh, wow, wow. Well, it certainly is um, a very well accomplished depiction of Lucifer and I thank you. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um now what about uh the the words on the back of the neck and the number seven which is on the front of the guitar? Yeah, so uh those were specs that were uh provided by Gary. He had said uh it's his it's his lucky numbers seven seven seven. So he asked if oh. we could do them on the pickups. Okay. And you know, it was possible, so we mm-hmm. did it. You know, mm-hmm. um, the back of the neck was um, uh, Latin saying Lex Talionis, which means um, eye for an eye. Oh, I see. And that, That's cool. yeah, that was something mm-hmm. that Gary specified. So. I painted it. I got it on there for him. Ah. Well, that's... You know, and one of the questions that I think arises in uh, the viewer's mind is, is uh, you know, why why is this artist, you know, this amazing artist, why is it that you choose to work in blood? Or, I mean, I would take, for example, um, this is... This is the first guitar that you painted, right? Yes. Yes, but you've done so many uh, museum-quality pieces of art that are pictures painted in blood. And the, right. the you know the viewer is thinking like, oh my gosh, it's blood, 
you know, and it's um, why why is that your choice? Well, I mean, very simply, um, before a certain point, I, you know, I had worked in all mediums, um, pretty much, let's say, mm-hmm. mostly all mediums, and I just had not connected with any of them wholly. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I arrived at a place where the subject matter, um, I was I, w- I was comfortable with the subject matter and the direction I was moving in, but the actual substance there was, uh, the substance that I was using to render the work is just, there was a disconnect. And I started experimenting with blood in small amounts. This is, you know, 15 years ago, yeah. 16 years ago. And um, um, there, it was there that I really fell in love with it because for the first time, something real and and completely truthful um and, mm-hmm. and sincere mm-hmm. and um was was coming through through the substance yeah. and and I found that it was the completion of a kind of conceptual circle for my work too because mm-hmm. you know it's human figures the work deals with the human condition um various stations of the of our human experience and uh human blood is it's this very, very powerful, personal, um, vital substance. And yeah. there's nothing I could think of that is more noble and and sincere and appropriate um, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. use in in work such as this than that. Mm-hmm. It 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 does lend a certain significant significance to the piece. I mean, um, it is, you know, it does seem to 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 have the quality of, uh, you know, art that is like I want to I want to say lasting, but I want to say immortal in some way, or just, you know. It, yeah, I mean, it's it's like literally taking uh, part of who you are, your DNA, all of the information for replicating life, and and re. Collecting that and reconstituting that on surfaces into mm-hmm. new forms. I mean, it's it's kind of a really magical kind of crazy concept, but um, what it what it ends up being is something really beautiful. And I think you're right. There's a bit of oneself that's immortalized in the work that um, could not occur in any other way. Right. Right. Wow. So so nowadays. Are you working with with clients that come to you and say, um, you know, Vincent, I would really like to have a masterpiece of my own in in my own blood, and you're actually drawing their blood, and you're and you're using it as as a med- as your medium to make the artwork. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. it's been uh, it's been a recent phenomenon uh, over the past. I'd say year and uh, about a year and change. Um, the first one was Margaret Cho, comedian Margaret Cho, who is the mm-hmm. loveliest person, and um, I did a uh, portrait for her in her blood. She originally mm-hmm. requested, or uh, had hoped that it might be able to be possible in her menstrual blood, <laughs> which I thought was a cool idea, You're, but really, there's really, just not enough of it. So oh, they I wouldn't, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. So uh, we ended up collecting her blood and uh, did the portrait for her based on that. And then there was, you know, of course, Gary's project, which I was 
so excited and honored to work on. And yes. um yeah, yeah, and then there was uh huh. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just want to ask if you love the band Slayer. Do you listen to Slayer a lot, or do yes, you know, while I you do. work, do you listen to yeah. music? I do. I yes. do. Um, music is a huge part of my life. I mean, music and art are kind of like n- nearly hold equal places. But I mean, art happens to be the one that I engage in. But music is um, always there and a huge part of my life. And I do listen to Slayer. Um, there have been. I mean, first show I ever went to was Slayer in '94, I think, oh, really? at uh, uh-huh. uh, Roseland Ballroom in New York. It was like Slayer, Machine Head, and Biohazard. So, you know, to be to be uh, working with um, those guys, and you know, uh, it, it's been a real it's been a real trip and an honor. Wow! Wow! Now I was looking at your your website. Um, VincentCastiglia.com and mm-hmm. I'm seeing is not only are there amazing images on, on the webpage and actually uh, prints of your artwork which are for sale but it also tells a little bit about you and um, and that there there happens to be a movie underway yes. or, um, how, is, how is the documentary coming along? It's coming along. It's coming along well. It's actually um almost concluded uh filming this last um leg of filming was unfortunately uh affected by the inclement weather that we had recently but we're mm. in the last bit of filming and uh you know it's been an honor and pleasure to work with John Borowski the filmmaker mm-hmm. who's an award-winning filmmaker um he's uh had four films on Netflix to date, and all of which have been um, serial killer biographies. So I am the first really? non-murderer uh, that John has uh, oh, worked my. with okay. or worked okay. on. Or, <laughs> so, so there's well, still time. Very no, interesting, I'm, I'm indeed. Yeah, but, oh, definitely a good subject. I'd love to see it. Uh, can we, in this documentary, does it feature Gary Holt from Slayer? Um, can we see him um, oh, yeah. know, getting yeah, yeah. his blood drawn and yes. you, know, you working yes. on the guitar? Oh, no way. Yeah, oh, yeah awesome. we went backstage at a, at a Slayer show in Long Island and collected the blood, and we got really? all that on camera. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow, pretty, wow. Pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's really, really neat. Um, I have to ask you too. Do you do tattooing? Because that's one of the first things that came to my mind. Is oh, maybe he actually is a tattoo artist. Yep, yep, I do. You do. I've been uh, okay. I've been a tattoo artist for the past uh, sixteen years, and mm-hmm. I work exclusively in black and gray, and mm-hmm. uh, by appointment only, and it's all custom work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can check it out on uh, the website is arcanumstudionyc.com. Oh, cool. I saw some pictures, and they're really, you know, very um, very well done tattoos. I mean, they're just, the detail is, it's, it's amazing. So, Thank yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, as far as, you know, being an artist, were you... Um, were you trained in school or 
you know, did you seek an education or just um, self self taught? You know, I it's a it's a it's an interesting question because yes, I did go. I put myself through three years of um, art school before I decided to withdraw, and I did so without a degree. Um, and I was very much doing my own thing that whole time and in my own world. And um, <laughs> so I, it's hard to answer that question because it was was art school part of life? It, was it part of experience? Yes, I put myself through three years of it. Did I gather uh-huh. anything there? Um, I must have, I guess, yeah. somewhat. But most of what I would say the most that I got there was the um, ability to handle a workload and to multitask and juggle multiple projects. That's what it, what it, I think it equipped me with more than anything, but all oh. of my own, okay. um, I guess you could say, tendencies or, or sensibilities or things, the, my motivations for creating the work and the ways in which I do it, that was mm-hmm. all very much my own. It's what mm-hmm. I was doing the whole time anyway. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I certainly have, you know, a technical aptitude, you know, and an ability to create images with, um, you know, a lot of fine detail. So it's it's, it's very, um, very well done work. Thank you. Um, well, the I, devil's in the details. Oh, my goodness. Well, that's, you know, something else which I think you touched on was the very... Um, friendly guitar player Gary who wants his you know this evil image on his on his <laughs> guitar <laughs> and um and so we're wondering oh you know is is there is there a ritual practice is this the occult we're dealing with and you were just standing back like in awe because the artwork is so good <laughs> <laughs> Well, but, it's very much, uh-huh. Well, I would say, but, you know, as far as what Slayer, you know, uh, wants to portray and then, you know, the the image that the band presents, there's a whole other story, I guess. But, right. Oh, it, um, say that one more time. I think I missed you. Oh, no, I'm, you know, as far as, as the guitar player Gary Holt is concerned, you know, I don't quite know what his personal view is of, you know, whether or not the band is going, wants to have an evil, um, an evil appearance or whether he personally believes that, that evil is, is the right thing to, to present, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't, I couldn't answer that question. Right, right. You know, I'm not, you know, Gary, but, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'd have to say he's pretty into it, you know. Uh-huh. Pretty, uh-huh. pretty uh, into it, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but as far as your personal I mean, beliefs, is there, as, you know, an occult belief or... Oh, yeah. I mean, there are many. All occult means is hidden. And, uh, I mean, what it traditionally refers to is the esoteric and... Yeah, there's there's a lot there, and um, I guess if I could if I could consider myself anything, I guess I could just be called a mystic. I mean, I don't identify yeah. as any particular 
you know, um, and, and my beliefs or, um, you know, thoughts that I entertain are kind of all-encompassing. I just take what's, yes. what makes the most sense to me and what resonates the most and incorporate and, you know, uh, kind of re- reject the rest. And that's kind of like where my concept, my, my concept of the cosmos and what we're doing here. Um, yes. That, that's where it lies. It's it's an all-encompassing kind of. Yes. So it's it's. I mean, it it does present the idea of um, what what is does the body mean when in life itself? You know, the, the because drawing the blood is like is like you know drawing or presenting life the life itself and um, the right. thoughts of the afterlife come to mind and. The decay, eventual decay of the body. This, I think, your work is known for that. Your artwork is is known for portraying these you know, these ideas. Very much so, you know. And it's, I mean, the the work exists as windows uh, into my into my psyche, you know. And um, I don't know what's beyond death. Whether whether there's a seed of consciousness that persists and you know uh, is transferred into a tree or a, an animal or another human being, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. There are there are notions that I entertain, but the only thing that I do know is that I, we are here now. Uh, we're here for a little while, and then we're gone. And um, right. so it's a very limited space in between, and that it gives us a unique position in that. Um, we exist now, uh, and we, but we won't at some point. You know, we're not immovable and imperishable. So it, it kind of the death, the ever-present um, uh, kind of shadow of death among us, and and also coupled with the fact that we have this time, it's like. A reurgency into the moment, a, a, a reurgence for the moment, you know, to say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I got this life now, you know, let me do what I, everything I can with it while I'm here, you know, and oh, that kind of, which, which is a very, under- it's sort of, you know, it seems like a, a spiritualistic uh, view almost, you know, which is like, let's, let's live now. While we're here, <laughs> which is a good idea, in my opinion. Right, because it's the only thing we know. You know, it, right, would be, right. it, it would be absurd to claim otherwise. But um, whether or not there is a seed of, of consciousness that persists after death, it's an interesting thought. You know, however infinitesimal that seed might be. You know, and yeah. And yeah. that interests me. You know, I guess you could call mm-hmm. it the, traditionally it's the concept of reincarnation, but uh, um, you call it whatever you want. It's just energy continuing. It's, uh, you know, thermodynamics. It's it's science. Um, so, I mean, that interests me. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, did you did you want to talk a little bit about... <clears throat> 
exhibits that you've had. I've seen a couple of very interesting exhibits that you had, uh, one at the Geiger Museum and another called um, Dorian Gray. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, you know, and I recollect the work of the artist Albright. Are these artists that inspired you in your work a lot? Oh, definitely uh, the work of uh, Albright and uh, you know Gustave Dore, those those early woodcuts. That's that's really cool stuff. And um, but um, yep, I did have. Um, I mean, it's uh, it's now. Let me see, eight years ago. Uh, but I did have uh, my first solo um, exhibition at the H.R. Giger Museum uh, Gallery in Switzerland. That was just, you know, I mean, the most uh, pivotal experiences in my life, you know, to have connected with uh, Giger in that way and to have been acknowledged by him in that way. I mean, it was just unimaginable and uh, just an honor beyond what I could ever communicate and, and and one that I take with me, you know, every day yeah. of my life. It was definitely Aww. something that was, um, <laughs> it was one of the best days of my life. Yeah, uh, well, that, and that is a great achievement, a great achievement. So he, he was um, um, a big inspiration Oh, for you. yeah. I mean, Giger was was a god. You know, mm-hmm. God among mm-hmm. men, the mm-hmm. the depths to which he mapped out the the abyss of the psyche was just uh, I mean it, it was and there'll never be another like him after wow um, yeah so yeah that opened on November first two thousand eight mm-hmm. and. Uh, Closed in April, I believe, of 2009, and uh, and um, you know, unfortunately, Kiger has um, you know since then left us prematurely. And um, ah, yes, he. I know he passed away. Um, people, um, and uh, a few. I'll ask you a couple more questions. One of them is, um, how how do you like being called a, a surrealist? I've heard, you know, Giger has been referred to as a, as a surrealist, Swiss surrealist. And um, um, would you would you describe your your work as as surrealist in expression? Yeah, uh, it's definitely surreal. It's figurative because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm dealing painting human figures. So if I had to call it something, I'd call it figurative surrealism. But it can also be thought of uh, in terms of symbolist art um, um, and some other there's some other, so it's it's kind of a mix. But surrealist, I think, would sum it up. Mhm. Mhm. Um. It well, and it's, and it's a wonderful fantasy as well. I'm not seeing, you know. I think that he has 
also worked in, in fantasy. But um, I have to refer to Ivan Albright as well because that, that had come to mind with, you know, how he would portray the de- decomposing body. And um, I think that might also fall into surrealism. But... Um, Right. Also, so it's very interesting to hear from you, and um, uh, you know, I'm so curious to see this documentary movie when it um, when it comes out, and it's just wonderful to hear you talk about your work. Oh, um, thank you so much. Absolutely, and thanks and, for having me. You know, and your tap two is are brilliant. Also, um, oh, thank are, you. are there some? Some famous musicians, maybe, whose tattoo work I might have seen already that you've done that come hmm. to mind. Um, let's see. I've uh, I've tattooed some uh, people in some bands. Um, Joe from Agnostic Front has got some work uh, for me on his arm. He's got the uh, Agnostic Front, the two boots, and um, mm-hmm. uh, my friend Vince Matthews. And, he was in Dying Fetus for a long time, and now he's in a band called Criminal Element. Did a big, oh. uh, you know, kind of like uh, demon portrait on his arm. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, that's all I can think of at the moment, really. How cool. Well, um, I I wish you the best of luck and um, with your work, and I hope that... Uh, you know, it, it just attracts a lot of interest and a lot of attention, which I'm sure it has. Your your artwork always will. And oh, thank um, you. Yes, and uh, and that you don't have to draw too much blood out of your own <laughs> veins. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, but it really is cool. So um, yeah, thank you. So good luck to you. Thanks and, so much, um, kid. I thank you very much for sharing, and I just hope to see see you soon and see more of your work soon. So absolutely, well, I'll be working on it. Okay, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> um, wonderful to speak with you again, and I hope to hear from you soon. Likewise, likewise.